0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Masbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, my dear friend. Your situation right now is the opportunity for a special time of ministry. Oh yes, hallelujah. Maybe you're listening to my voice right now and you're in desperate need. Well, praise the Lord that this is a time of ministry. Not just my ministry, no, it's not my ministry, but it's his ministry, the ministry of Jesus Christ. And your situation is giving a great opportunity and an open door for him to do a wonderful ministry, a wonderful ministry of healing, and deliverance of giving you hope of revitalizing you doing something special in your life and he wants to do it through this broadcast right now at this moment that we are together with the lord in his word and also in prayer and i want you to know that we have many prayer partners all around the world that are praying especially for those that are listening to this broadcast that god would heal them. Well, of course, that they would be forgiven of sin and experience the rebirth, the born-again experience, but also for them to be revitalized, to receive hope and joy through the Holy Spirit. If we are stepping out to do something for the Lord, what is one thing we can almost be sure about? Well, it's that we will have some opposition. Yes, whenever we step out, to do something for the Lord. And you know, it's not just when we step out to do something for the Lord. When the Lord himself stepped out to do something or wanting to do something, he always faced opposition. And we will also face opposition. But that opposition many times creates the opportunity to do that special ministry, So just start to think of it. Without that opposition, there would not be the opportunity for the Lord to show how great he is. So whatever you are facing right now and the opposition you are having in your life, don't see it as something that's keeping you away from your miracle. See it as something that has created an opportunity for a mighty miracle. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, my father always told me. He said, John, when opposition comes against us, it is a signal and a sign that the Lord is on his way with a blessing. Let's believe that today. And so Jesus, he was on his way to deliver someone who was full of demons, evil spirits that had come into this man and were tormenting him day and night who had ruined his life and had such impact through him to the whole family and the whole society. But Jesus went across the waters to deliver this man of all these demons. But before he was able to arrive there, there was a lot of opposition in the way of a great storm that came upon the sea. There was a great storm. Let's read it together. And let's read Mark chapter 4, and I will read a few verses starting at verse 35. And it says, Late that day he said to them, to his disciples, let's go across to the other side. And they took him in the boat as he was. Other boats came along. A huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat, threatening to sink it. And Jesus was in the stern, head on a pillow, sleeping. They roused him, saying, Teacher, is it nothing to you that we are going down? Awake now, he told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea, Quiet, settle down. The wind ran out of breath. The sea became smooth as glass. Jesus reprimanded the disciples and said to them, Why are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith at all? They were in absolute awe, staggered. Who is this anyway? They asked. Wind and sea at his back and call. Oh, I like this translation in the Message Bible. Well, Jesus said, Let's go across to the other side. And sometimes in life, it's time to cross to the other side. You have been at this place long enough. You have been in this sickness, in this misery, in this poverty long enough. Let's go to the other side. Or maybe it's as Jesus had it in this part. Let's go to the other side because I have a work to do there. I have a work to do there." He knew why he was going across that sea. He had his mind upon this man that everybody saw as a terrible outcast as a problem in society, but he saw him as the next evangelist who would bring many hearts to the Father. Oh, hallelujah. I want to pray right now for all those people around the world who are outcast, who are sick, who are maybe demon-possessed, oh, and we don't know what to do with them anymore, but Jesus sees them as the next evangelists to reach the multitudes and to bring them to the Father. Oh, Father, let them receive that miracle of deliverance. Let them receive that miracle that they need and that they may rise up and be that evangelist that we so desperately need in these days. Thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I like it. It says the moment they went across the sea. And Jesus had fallen asleep in the boat. I hope he was sleeping well. He needed it. He needed it. Always working, always praying. But you know, I think it was not just for him to rest. It was also as a school for the disciples to see how they would react if Jesus was not presently awake there to take leadership over the situation. They had to do something and what would they do and how could he teach them to do something else the next time? Well, it says a huge storm came up. I like it in that translation, but in other translation, it also says a great storm came. So suddenly a huge storm came, a great storm came. And maybe in your life, you're right in the midst of it right now. You got up, you were crossing to the other side, And a huge storm came up, but I like what it says. That huge storm met the master of the storm, met the master of the sea, met the master of the wind. He was the creator of everything that is created, and he was there in that bodily form. Oh, and it says when he said, shh, I like that, he said, shh. Yeah, sometimes we just need to shush it. We need to shush the enemy, shush that sickness or shush that whatever is coming against us. Well, remember that. Next time, say shh in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah to those voices in your head that are telling you that you're going to fail and fall and that you're not going to make it. Say shh in the name of Jesus. So don't give it any more words than that. And it says, the moment Jesus said, quiet, settle down. I like this translation. It said, the wind ran out of breath. I like it. And the sea became smooth as glass. Well, what do we see in this storm? Well, firstly, we recognize that life is fragile. And it's good to know this. I really believe that it's good to know this that our life can be so short or it is short, but it can be even shorter. We don't know when we will step into eternity. Why is it important to know this? Well, sometimes we are so busy with this life down here, with the earthly possessions, with everything that concerns the body, the flesh, the the, the living that we have in this natural life that it just occupies us totally and a storm that comes in our life and maybe just like those waters that came not so long ago in the south of this country and washed out the houses and even cars were pushed away. Well, I hear a lot about that around the world. Well, it just flushes everything away and that's terrible and I feel for those people but it also shows it's only stuff, it's only material things And if that's what you're living for your whole life and you're working for your whole life and finally you're possessing it, it just needs one great storm and it's all gone. It's all gone. And my friend, if that is what is the sum of your life, isn't it a sad thing that one storm and it is all gone? So it's good to know in these storms. Life is fragile, life can be short, and what is really important is not our possessions, but it is eternity. It is our relationship with the Lord, and it is our spiritual relationships with our family and friends. So it puts things in the right perspective again. Another thing that we see in the storm, is that we recognize the sovereign wisdom and power of God. And it helps us, or it should help us and teach us to trust him that he will work out all things in our lives for the good. That storm came, and what could they do with their human mind, their human ability, with all their human experience? Nothing. The boat was sinking. This was beyond their control. And I've seen, oh, and I see it today in the world, there are so many things and so many times I've said to my wife, oh, darling, this whole political situation, it is beyond our control. Oh, this whole thing that's going on in church right now, it's beyond our control. Oh, this whole thing in society or this whole thing, this sickness, it's beyond our control. But." we can pray and we can believe and we can trust that God will work it out for the good, for us, for those that trust him and believe in him. So let's believe in his wisdom and let's believe that he will work in his awesome generosity in our life to make all things wonderfully well and take courage today. You are not forgotten and he is not asleep. No, maybe it looks like he's asleep. Maybe you have convinced yourself that he's asleep. Maybe the enemy has convinced you that he is asleep, that he doesn't care, but he cares. He came down, became poor, and even died in your place, my friend. That's how much he loves you, and that's how much he cares for you. Well, finally, these storms create special times of ministry. What did Jesus do? Well, he stood up and that great storm was met with a great calm. Just as that great sickness can be met with a great healing, or that great financial difficulty can be met with a great financial breakthrough, etc., etc. That storm, that opposition has created A great opportunity for the Lord to do a great miracle in your life. Let's believe it. Well, finally, quickly now, he arrives on the other side. He arrives there in the place of Gadara, and there was that demon possessed man. I'd love to read the whole story out of Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to 20, but I have no time for it. You read it yourself. It has such beautiful things in it that will bless you today. But let me just highlight a few things. It says, when Jesus stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been bound with shackles and chains. But he wrenched the chains apart, and he broke the shackles in pieces, and no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. Oh, my question today, what chains are you wearing? What chains are you wearing? They tried to chain him up, to subdue him, but the chains were not powerful enough. The people were not powerful enough to subdue those terrible demons that were tormenting him day and night, or that he was even cutting himself, maybe trying to commit suicide, but he even wasn't able to do that because the demons wanted him to live but him to live in pain and suffering. Oh, the devil wants to make you suffer and he wants to hurt you. But Jesus has come to bring you life. That's the ministry of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, sin and dark powers had a hold of his life, just like it has a hold of this world and it is destroying life today and people who they try to subdue all the effects of sin and all the works of the enemy they try to subdue it or maybe with a pill with an injection with something else or they try to find something to just ease the suffering but hallelujah Jesus is the only one that can help you with your suffering and take the suffering away what did Jesus do? Well, he spoke to those demons and he said, come out of him. Oh, I like that. And in the other translation, the Message Bible, oh, it says there was a mob of demons, a mob of demons in this man. And so it was. But Jesus, he said to that mob, oh, nobody, nothing was able to get that spirit or those spirits out of nobody could heal this man or subdue him, but Jesus, he only had to speak that word. Hallelujah. He said, get out. Oh, that word of Jesus is more powerful than the most powerful chain that this world can have to try to subdue something or someone. And the devil, you cannot subdue him with some chains. You need the power of the word of of jesus hallelujah and it says those demons they had to go out finally That man was free, hallelujah. Finally, the torment was over, hallelujah. Finally, oh, I can speak in new tongues right now because Jesus is doing that same miracle today, setting people free. Oh, and that man, he came to a right mind. And that man, he was sitting there dressed and well, talking to Jesus, begging him, Jesus, let me go with you. Jesus, I want to go with you. Let me follow you. I want to be near to you. But Jesus, he said, no. Oh, no. Brother John, did he really say no? Yes, Jesus said no. He said, go tell your friends what the Lord has done for you. Well, the town came out and they saw Jesus and this man and they were in awe. And they heard the testimony, how that man was delivered. But they rejected Jesus at that time. They were afraid of him and they rejected him and said, Please leave. It was fear and it was rejection. Maybe fear because of all those things with the demons. And on the other hand, it was rejection because they had lost 2,000 pigs. (laughs) They rejected him. And Jesus got in the boat and went away. But that man. He did what Jesus told him, and he told his friends, and he told his testimony in those cities. There were 10 cities there. Oh, I like this, because a year and a half later, when Jesus comes back to this region, it says there were 4,000 Gentiles waiting to greet him and to hear his words. Hallelujah. I can speak in new tongues right away again. Jesus, oh, he went out through that storm. When he went out to to set this man free, opposition came. But he went through that opposition. He delivered that man. And he did not allow that man to go with him but he gave him a commandment, go and be my witness here. Go to these 10 cities, testify, tell them what God has done for you. And this man was obedient and a year and a half later, Jesus is able to come back and 4,000 people are there and they are ready to receive him because I believe in a great way of the testimony of this man who was witnessing, preparing the hearts. Oh, Jesus has a plan. And he has a plan with your life. And he has special ministry that he wants to do in your life, but also through your life. Oh, my dear friend, so many times we are only open to receive the ministry that Jesus wants to do in our life, but we don't see that our need, our storm is an opportunity for him to do something through us that will impact others and can even impact the whole world. Yes, and bring a revival. My dear friend, don't just see your need, your problems as an obstacle, keeping a miracle from you, keeping a blessed life away from you. See it as an opportunity for Jesus to reveal how great and mighty he is, not only to you, but through what he has done in your life to many others that know you or will get to know you through the testimony that you will give. Father, I pray right now and I rebuke every demonic activity in the lives of my listeners. In the name of Jesus, I tell them, shh, In the name of Jesus, all those demons, shut up right now in the name of Jesus and go out in the name of Jesus. He has all authority in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth, and you must go out on this commandment that we give in Jesus' name to leave my listeners alone. Sickness, go out in Jesus' name. Suffering and pain, you need to become calm and silent right now and there will be healing and peace and joy in the lives of my listeners. Oh, forgive them of sin if they need it right now. Heal them and deliver them right now in soul, body, and spirit, and touch every area of their life. And Lord, whatever they are in the midst of right now, it is a wonderful, awesome opportunity for you to show your greatness to them, but also through them. Lord, this is a special time and opportunity for ministry in and through their life. And I believe you will do it and it will be a blessing to many. Receive your miracle right now and be a witness of that miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.